Welcome to the 435th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy who's not even sure about those numbers anymore. And joining me all the way across the city of Omaha, completely unsure of numbers, is my co-host, Matt. Uh, well, let's see. I carry the two, and then um, I divided by X, and I got, go fuck yourself. Well, I don't you, like math. If you did the notes for Emanuela Woman from a hot country, then that is episode 435. Yes, and that is what I did. And fuck was this annoying. But I... Uh, I mean, we, we get to that later. I'm just happy I'm that your weeks, movie I'm had to sick- remove from being sick and hopefully I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, uh, while this movie may have been really kind of dull and boring, at least it contains significantly less rape and or forced bestiality on women. These are all true facts, but it was also fucking just a weird, like, I don't know who edited. I don't know who made this movie, but it was like no sense whatsoever. It's a bottlenecked memory trip episode. Episode for a TV show. Like, remember that time we got locked in the cooler? Kind oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Only done yeah. as a movie and very badly. Yeah, like not good at all. <laughs> <laughs> I bet people can't wait to fast forward through this episode, Matt. <laughs> oh, man, they're like, hey, God, guys, all right, great. It sounds like everything's going to go fantastic. <laughs> it will. You stick with us. You can't go anywhere, you jerks. <laughs> hey, they can go wherever they want. And then also, right. they're not jerks. They like our show and they keep listening listening to it they just don't tell us that they just yeah well i mean you know my feelings get hurt sometimes i'm just saying (laughs) i do have them you know i have feelings i have fifis and they can be hurt (laughs) oh good lord well i think that's enough banter why don't we just get into the fucking movie let's let's get into the fucking movie (laughs) all right we're gonna take a little break here we're gonna play the legion patreon ad and then immediately after that for the pirate radio edit we're going to have the band the sound magics and that's going to fit with that whole walk down memory lane that this film is trying to be with the song don't you remember right after this this will keep you quiet oh hi there i didn't see you you call me cutting a new show i'm bo ransdell and i'm one of the many creators you can find on legion podcasts i said quiet my fellow podcasters and i work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting but that comes at a cost Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. you could glom from the plot you definitely have to admit that that song fits with don't you remember (laughs) yeah it really does i agree (laughs) 
Yeah, even though there's not much of a plot to glom, let's try and explain to them the plot that you were able to find in this film. Oh, Emmanuel, a woman from a hot country. Yeah, yeah, all right. Emmanuel, a woman from a hot country, maybe the longest title we've ever had uh, in cinema psyops. Uh, you know, just saying, it's this is there. a pretty long ass title. Uh, first 20 starts out, we see a dude on a boat. He's remembering an altercation with a woman and a shooting. Uh, then the dude wakes up on a riverbank. Uh, he walks around and gets on another boat. Where that's taking a truck across, and these two guys are talking uh, about how this lady isn't wearing panties. Usually, he always they, they keep talking about this particular lady. One of the guys is really into uh, the lack of panties. That's that's all I'm going to say. Just the idea that the woman's walking around every day doing her job without panties on, getting up on stairs, and yeah, all of that. Yeah, and she's done, she does inventory, and they're just lusting after the idea that they're going to be able to look right up her crack. Yeah, and it's uh, it's, it's it's a little weird. Um, it's it's not exactly. So you should really want to talk about. <laughs> I mean, I understand that this is what, what people would try to categorize as locker room talk kind of thing. Yeah. But what this essentially is, is two guys that are goading each other into daring each other to get more daring about something that is a sexualization of a woman, which is essentially them preparing a ritualistic dehumanization and objectifying her, making it therefore okay for them to then start to treat her less than a person, which is what they're essentially doing. They're psyching themselves up for a possible sexual assault if they don't stop. It's just pretty gross. It needs to be stated that that is what's happening here. Now, the film is playing it off, and I think the two guys are kind of just playing it off that they're lonely, horny trucker guys that have been on the road for too long. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and you can play it off all you want. Does it does it mean that it's not still gross? No. So anyway, it is. But I'm just saying the time difference from when this film was made. I don't know if this would have been viewed as negatively as what we are currently. Oh, oh no, no, no! It would have been viewed as just dude talk. No, these are just how guys talk. Yeah. And, and I'm here. I'm here to tell everybody it's not. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's we're both here for. This is the psyops yeah. that we talk around the cinema. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, so anywho, um, then they tell the guy they can. Uh, you know, they're getting ready to drive uh, off the boat they got across the river and to get into the back trailer of their truck. He gets in there and he meets Emmanuel. Uh, after he throws up a bit, it leads to our first clip. I'm sorry. Doesn't matter. Feeling any better? Yeah. Want something to drink? I've got a little water. Must be pretty warm by now. A handkerchief? You want a handkerchief? It's clean. Here, take it. Thank you. Happens to me sometimes. Travel sickness, I mean. Especially when you've just eaten. It happened to me once. It was when I found out about Orestes. It stuck in me like something my stomach couldn't digest. And until you get rid of it. Still feeling dizzy? You know what you gotta do? Put your head between your knees. Are you American? Leave me alone, will you? I'm sorry. I really hear anyone wrong. What? Nothing. You don't have to talk if you don't want to. Sometimes it's better if you can, though. You don't know me. So it's it's like nobody's here. Me, I'm nobody. Why do you say that? I won't ever say that again. I, I didn't want to bother you. Monica used to think like that. She used to think that there were only certain people rather than certain places. Why do I go on about that? So finished now. Feeling any better? Yes, I feel better. I almost feel as good as I as I did when I first came back from the vacation. Monica and I, we went on a we went on an eight-week vacation in Europe. <clears throat> we had a good time. And I thought Monica was happy about everything. But when we came back, everything went wrong. I don't know why. Beautiful, isn't it? It's interesting. I don't know why, but but I began to realize that things were becoming distorted. Maybe it was because of Monica's attitude that said, here we are again because you want it. But all this that is so important to you has absolutely nothing to do with me.
Hello, William. How was your trip? It was fine, thank you. Welcome back, ma'am. How are you? Fine. And you? Monica, no matter how she tried, she couldn't fit in. Her life was so much different than the, than the life we led here. My work has taken me to some god-awful places. We had to travel by cart, by car, by plane, by horse, by donkey. And poor Monica, she, she tried to put up with it. That trip was a long and complicated one. When the boat slipped along the river, I had the sensation that something different was going to happen that nothing of the past would be the same. It wasn't that our, that our life would change, it's just that somehow a period of our life had finished. It might have been the last flight from Europe, the last trip up the river, the last time to see the way we were. Monica had such a fire in her eyes. And then it slowly diminished. Welcome back. All right. The man and lady, they, uh, him and Monica, they get to the village and he shows her the house that he got set up. And she's not happy, really. And she, but she says she'll try for him. And then we see Emmanuel. We're back in the present and Emmanuel's talking about her own life. And well, that's our next clip. Didn't fit in. Of course, it's too late to give advice. But if you want to hear some, don't pay too much attention to women. We have days in which we see everything distorted. It's because of one of those days, precisely one in which I had to make a decision. The day we were to celebrate my engagement. The day I was to celebrate my engagement with one of those men. Up until then, everything seemed to be perfectly natural. I would finish my life with one of them, or even better, as the wife of the foreman, Archimedo. Strange. That day, everything seemed to be different. The livestock, the horses, my father, even Archimedes. Well done, Guillermo. How many days do you want after the wedding? Two or three. Hey, Archimedes, what are you doing? Just disinfecting, sir. If any one of those animals gets sick during the trip, I'm going to cut off your balls. Two or three days? That woman will need seven days at least. I've always liked weddings. Other people's, of course. I would like to bring you something in the city. A wedding present. What would you like? Come on, tell me. Thank you, Don Guillermo. I don't want anything. Maybe a new husband, eh? <laughs> <laughs> He's ugly. And he has a voice like a... And he don't wash very much. But he wants to get married. And he makes good money as a foreman. You're lucky. In life, sometimes luck is as ugly as your sweetheart. Elegant women everywhere who care about their beauty always use Charmé because they know that Charmé and only Charmé keeps their skin soft and fresh. Hey, are you listening to me? You'll change your undershirt, won't you? Hey, smile at them. You got such a pretty smile. Like this. <laughs> that way you'll never have any problems. I used to smile a lot when I had my teeth. You'll get changed, eh? Why? I'll dress as she fit. And be friendly with his mother and his sister. The women in the family are important in these things. You hear? The women in Archimedo's family were exactly that, important. During the whole time of the party, they were watching me. Measuring me from top to bottom. Treating me like a future servant. All of that without stopping their eating. God, how they ate. I began to get the feeling that this wasn't my future. I had nothing in common with these people that up until now had been my people. 
I began to feel farther and farther away. All right. So he, uh, Emmanuel then escapes with the kind of the dude who's, uh, I guess, the owner of the ranch or whatever. Uh, and she takes him to the city and, or he takes her to the city. And that is the end of the first 20 minutes. Yeah. So far, it's just a scattered story. Like they took scenes from it, other movies and then recut them for the two of them to yeah. be riding together, telling each other these yeah, stories. And it was like a hard ass thing to fucking try to clip to. I mean, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. There isn't a whole shit ton of dialogue. And when there is dialogue it's all this voiceover of stuff that you're seeing on screen and that's yeah pretty much it and yeah yeah like it really portrays the film as it exactly is it's really fucking slow and boring and really hard to pay attention it, it, to it really is and not a lot of emmanuel you know it's just like i don't know man just fucking this movie was set felt like like somebody was owed a movie and they're like all right we'll just throw it together and give it to them yeah some of the scenes look like they were cut out of um like the original emmanuel like i thought that that might have been what that guy came from that was like riding in the back of the trailer with yeah. our known Emmanuel with Laura Jemsner, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. it's and I think it's like another story that did feature Laura Jemsner in like a segment or something, and they're just cutting these two different pieces of the stories together, you know? Yeah, yeah. right? I mean, but it did seem quite off for an Emmanuel movie. It just is off in general. Just it it just feels like it is a, just a piecemealed bit from what they were doing, is essentially mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. Like I don't yeah. I don't know how else to really describe it other than no that. you you kind of nailed it yeah exactly like that yeah it, it's I'm just piecemealed right like that's that's exactly yeah. what it is just piecemealed no it's exactly what yeah you're right uh, I've just again weird weird <laughs> wild stuff but uh, I mean uh, uh, all right uh, we'll, we'll live with it I mean I, there's not much to say in this 20 I mean listen guys at every 20 minute break there's not gonna be much to say there is not a lot to uncover about this movie it really just it is what it is it shows you what it is <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know what to go into about it or what to really talk about with it other than the things that are happening on screen. So this will probably be a pretty quick episode. Um, It tends to be that way. I'm just grateful for like not having to watch a German Shepherd fucking rape a woman, you know, like I'm just grateful yeah, for that. I mean, coming from what we just came from, uh, th- you know, things could be worse. <laughs> yeah, I used to think the worst thing you could do was bore me. But no, the worst thing that you could do is force me to watch a woman be raped by a German Shepherd. That is definitely the worst thing you can do. Yeah. I, I um that really turns me off. It makes me not want to watch your film. There's 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 I, I can't find an argument here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next 20 then. Word up. Next 20 starts. All right. Well, and that older man and his wife, they uh talk about at a construction site. It's nothing huge. I mean, there's a lot of scenes in here that really are weird place and don't matter. Uh Emmanuel and then the dude who helped her escape, they get weird as she's getting dressed at a clothing store. Like he's all rubbing up on her and she's loving it and uh, ladies watching and there's naked Laura Jemsner so thank you movie yeah thank you movie I mean this seems like she's enjoying herself and this is new to yep. everybody wants so I'm down she, yeah everything everything seems to be just fine yeah this uh, is finally that. things coming up Millhouse yeah yeah everything's finally coming up Millhouse so then we cut back to the old dude and his wife and that is our next clip how many times have you read it what Time Magazine there's Time Magazine. It's almost no. It's three weeks old. A very interesting article in here about Operation Scuttle. What they do is get a spaceship and they put all the radiation waste into it. And then they send it out in the atmosphere. William, he was telling me about it. William? Yeah, William Fernando, my assistant. Say, you know, sometimes I think you're ahead of someplace else. Do you know if Angela's coming to the hunt? I suppose so. They say she usually travels with him wherever he goes. Say, how can you tell me you don't know who William is? We studied together at Vassar years ago. We were very good friends. I think it's time to remind her of our friendship. I don't understand what you need her for. If she wanted to, she could arrange for you to be transferred to Texas. Texas? Or any other branch in the States. Oh, I've not thought about going back to Texas. I've helped production here by 20%. If I don't run in any snags and get all help I need, I can pump it up to 50%. Then my position in the company would go up too. Monica, I think we ought to have a child. What? No, I'm not going to ask for a transfer. Not going to be just another employee. 
A mechanical kiss ass. When we could have had one, you didn't want one. Things are different now. We're settled. The big fish in the little pond. I don't have to go running to Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Congo. First Kenya, then the Congo, now here. How could we have brought up a child? I think this is a good place to raise children. The Kramer child is doing well, and so are the Hawthorne twins. No. I'm concerned about the hunt. I shouldn't be, though. Arthur's going to have a good time. What about the dinner party? You made all the necessary arrangements? Food, wine, music. Have you, Monica? Are you going to be up to it? Yeah, yeah. I think I'll be up to it. All right. So, fun times there. <laughs> I think Monica's um, up to it. Yeah. So, uh, cut back to the present. The two drug drivers are still talking about panties. But this time, the other one's talking to the other one how he should date his sister-in-law. We cut back to Emmanuel in the hotel. She starts eating. She loves it. Then she showers in her underwear. That was fucking weird. But still um, good. Still good, but weird. Uh, then we back to the old couple. And the young wife sees a lizard and has a paper clips moment. And the husband gets home and he's of literally no help. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really seem to care at all no i mean he rushes home but doesn't offer any sort of comfort or anything just like hey it's a fucking lizard what'd you expect and then you know okay thanks for your help dude thanks for your non-help sir yeah you're you're really you're really doing us a a, a great you're doing us all a solid here yeah uh, thanks a lot by doing absolutely nothing yeah 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 you're uh you're really killing it over here <laughs> and by it i mean us yeah yeah all of us we're all dead so um and then uh, we cut back and emmanuel and uh, that other dude who helped her escape her little village. They uh, are watching some topless women riding horses, and this leads to our next clip. Who is she? The goddess of fortune. I accept your verdict, oh goddess of fortune. I don't understand a thing. It's Jane's turn. The ball will knock over one of those objects. Each object represents a man. That man will be Jane. Monica had a little party also. One day I found her serving tea to the servants. One of them was a witch. More sugar, Senora Tuaca. I have myself. Or should I call you Anna? Darling, I'm so glad you got back early. I'm having a delicious time with Senora Tuaca. Excuse me, won't you, ladies? <laughs> It's a shame to see them dressed that way, isn't it? They shall wear my clothes. After all, they're the jet set of South America. I shall have to get used to them. Monica. Monica what? What else can I do besides stuffing myself with downers and sleeping pills? I want you not to be rude to the help. They're Indians. They're trying their best. You might even be lucky enough to learn from them how to become a woman. You'll get used to it, Monica. It's your job, Monica. Lay down and spread your legs. I want a child, Monica. Learn how to give birth from the Indians, Monica. I'm sorry, Monica. It's crazy of us to tear at each other that way. I didn't mean it. I swear I didn't. I just wanted you to get control of yourself. It's hard enough living here. We've both got to try to help each other out. Okay, Monica? Don't drink anymore. You're a gentleman, and you've behaved like a gentleman. Well, you know, last night I needed some rest. We had this game this morning to play. But you know, today is another matter. Yes, that's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to Arthur, and I'm going to make it very clear to him. I wonder how he's going to take that. All right. And then we cut back to Ian, the other dude, and they get down to some business. And that's the end of that 20 minutes. Yeah, again, uh, 
kind of boring. I mean, the old dude is kind of a really absentee husband, slapped his wife around. Uh, he really just wants her to just do whatever he wants, and that's it. It's kind of fucking horseshit. Yeah, there's not all that much greatness going on to the film. There's nothing, look- nothing to really latch onto, and the stuff that you can latch onto is spousal abuse because the guy yeah. is yeah, not a lot of good dudes. Here. <laughs> yeah, man, not a lot of good dudes. They're they're all kind of bad dudes. It, yeah, it's basically women being objectified and men yep. being possessive and abusive towards those just, objects. Just do do what we say, please, and and just understand my career has to totally come first, and this career is gonna take me to all these horrible places. His wife is terrified of even just an iguana, and yet rather yep. than trying to comfort her and be gentle about it, he explains to her why his job is more important than her comfort. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ugh, fucking terrible. And then when she does stand up for herself, he slaps her and then immediately gaslights her about why he slapped her. Yeah, and now he's like, oh, I'll ask for that transfer now after he hit her. Oh, fuck this. Let's just move on. All right. The next 20 minutes. So then Emmanuel uh, is trying to have some post-coital sex talk, but it's not her dude, but some other guy in there. He tries to get on her again, and she kicks him out. And this leads to our next clip. Those bastards. No. It could have been worse. The hotel room was paid for the next few days, and Don Guillermo left me a little money. Regardless, I was in the city, and I always dreamed to go there. Oh, we travel and we travel, go from city to city, country to country, and then one day we realize we never really go anywhere. Yeah, and if the bastards of the world carried a sign declaring what they are, everything would be a whole lot easier. Yeah, I suppose. It goes the same for women, too, of course. You can say that again. The two guys stop the truck and they go to see the lady who's not wearing the panties. She's a store owner. Uh, and they go in there to trying to get her to climb up the ladder to get stuff, but she has it all down. Finally, they, they're they going to get antifreeze, so she's going to climb up there. But then the old guy comes in to grab a couple drinks. He gets a couple beers from her. He leaves, and then she goes back up. And they're trying to see up there, and she's like, hey, listen, come back here. From to the back into the bedroom. It was like, hey, listen, it's 20 pesos a piece to like see her strip or see her underwear. They did, and she was like, 25 more, she'll strip. She did, because they both paid. And then when they got up and to go get her, she goes 50 pesos apiece, and she started giving them both hand jobs for doing that. And then she stopped midway through and 20 more pesos apiece to be able to finish, and they agreed to pay it. Of course so, they did. Of now, course they did. Now, she basically says that it was 50 pesos for them to get even get into bed before even anything gets started, and she's immediately yeah. giving them hand jobs. You're just assuming. She may have charged more before she would she, put their hands on them. Yeah, you're very much right. This seems to be a very smart businesswoman. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, she is using the fact that these are two lust-filled fucking morons to her advantage and to her uh, financial gain, and I'm yeah. here for this all day. This is Both. the kind of thing you can put into a fuck film that is hilarious and mm-hmm. accurate and actually pretty fun and uh, something that people can enjoy watching happen. Like, this would actually happen. Men are this gullible. And you know what? Yeah, I mean, Dude, have you seen what some men spend on OnlyFans? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> so uh, after charging them the 20 more, we cut back to the trailer, and that is our next clip. I was trying to think what would become of my life. And I said to myself, even a prostitute lives a better life than I do. That's what I thought. Then I met Jorge Antonio. He was a student. Am I boring you? No, no, no. It was when they left me in the city. One day I went to a strange place. It was called Solomon's Temple. Real weird. Jorge Antonio was there. I don't know what he did there, but he acted like the owner. Everyone seemed to be his friends. He led me upstairs, and there, without any formalities, he took me. No, no, he didn't force me. We did it as though it was the most natural thing in the world. Up until then, I didn't know other men. Only Don Guillermo. But that night, I was drunk and half asleep. I didn't feel anything. With Jorge Antonio, it was different. He made me feel different. He taught me things. He was a very handsome boy. He was so romantic with me. 
He was the nicest guy in the world. Well, more or less. Well, more, I should say. He made me feel different. It was a shame he left. He left with his parents? No, with my things. He left me naked. He took everything. Except this earring. Just this earring. It can't be opened. The clasp is broken. After that, I ran into Orestes. The story of the socks. It's kind of bullshit move. <laughs> Dude fucking yeah. loved her and then robbed her and left her. Yeah, and she was like, no, it was pretty good. Everything was fine. It's like, oh, God. I hated hearing her say that. I was like, oh, don't don't say that. It's not good. That's not cool. Sometimes the D is so good at what it does that the V doesn't mind that they left them destitute and naked. I, I guess, man. She was like, yeah, the other guy, you know, she she was basically date raped because uh, she sounds like she was drugged. So, yeah, all these stories get more and more uncomfortable as we go. Yeah. yeah and uh, but oh, but, uh, you know, hey, she, she had a good time with him, I guess. Yeah, she got robbed. But come on. I know it's weird. Yeah, it's bad. All right. So uh, then Emmanuel has, uh, he goes and uh, she had bought some fruit from a fruit stand. And the guy owed her change. So he went there and the guy said, like, oh, let me get you your change. And then she's like, I need a place to stay. And he goes, hey, you stay with me. So she stays with him and she kind of works at this stand and she meets this young prostitute um, and when they become friendly. And then uh, then we cut back to the old guy and his wife and um, she's a uh, and this is a weird cut, but whatever. It's like a quick cut. She's she get a snake fell on her, and so he had to throw it off of her. Yeah, I don't understand why they did this. Or it's just a total time. It's waster. a lot of weird cut back to these people, and it's just like you probably didn't need to. Yeah, it's it's padding. I guess I don't know. It's just not something weird, you know. Yeah, yeah this whole thing's something fucking kind of weird. Um. So yeah, then we uh then you're back to Emmanuel, and we see the dudes arguing with the delivery driver and then they have dinner with themselves and then later on Emmanuel lets him boner but he needs to take his leg off he has a fake leg and uh, then we cut to the hunt for alligators for some reason then that was like a three second cut then we cut right back to the guy hopping over and uh, and then he hops over and they bone while we have very more cuts of this hunt and then we're back in the trailer in the present day for our next clip it was very easy to tell you all this. I never thought I'd be able to tell these things to anyone. Like this, I mean, so easily. It's hard for me to talk about myself, too. Arthur, he wasn't interested in my problem. He wasn't interested in anything except the hunt. Now that I've talked about it, to you, I feel better. It's like putting on clean clothes after not having changed for days. It must have been rough for you. Yes. I never grew to love him. Not because of the leg. I tried to love him. The luxurious soap with an international fragrance. What do you say? Are you talking to me? No, nothing. The luxurious soap with an international fragrance. You didn't try hard enough. Perhaps you weren't able. Love is a matter of capacity. Capacity for, for togetherness, for tenderness, for happiness. And many more things, and above all, for sacrifice. I came to the point where I was willing to sacrifice everything for my wife's love. My wife uh, asked me to congratulate you on the way that you've organized this affair. Very well done. Must give the credit to William Fernandez, my assistant. Did you bring him up? He's capable. He's certainly capable enough to handle the business here. Get to the point, old fellow, but don't push your luck. You're a good man, and this is where we need you. Uh, where are those alligators? If I ever decide to cheat on Arthur, it'll be with an alligator. Having husband trouble? I need your help, Angela. Speak to Arthur, would you? 
I want my husband transferred from here. Is that all? You'll do it? I'll do nothing of the sort. Arthur is very much in love with me. And do you know why? Because I give him many things to worry about. Other men, big bills to pay, and so on. But I never interfere in his work. I'm like a holiday for him. I don't believe that you completely understood me. Monica, I can't understand why you don't like it here. Do you think you could find anywhere in Europe where you could bathe like this? Look around you. Utter freedom, my dear. You must do it. I've backed you for years. You only married Benson because he never knew what you were really What's like. What's this? Blackmail? Not at all. I'm just asking for a favor. Remember all I did for you, saving you from being expelled from Don't college. Don't stupid, Monica. We'll go on with this later on. Come Let's enjoy this beautiful day. What are you waiting for? Not me. Come on in. Now, if it would be better for me to wait a month or two before being transferred, then that's all right with me. I'd like to be transferred back to Texas or some other part of the United States. If that can't be arranged, why then I'm afraid I'll have to leave the company. Then I wish you every success in your new venture. And uh, that's the end of that 20 minutes before we go into the final. Um, but, um, and uh, hey, thanks movie that one lady gets naked and jumps right into the river where there are, of course, tons of alligators, crocodiles, gators, crocodiles, whatever. But there's a lot of them in. Why the hell would you just go swimming in there? She loves the freedom of the fact that no one else is around because they know not to swim there. I, I, get, I mean, congrats to you, but jeez. <laughs> She espouses that as the reason that she wants to do it. It's the freedom of no one being around. Yeah, I don't think, right. I, I think she realizes that it is crocodile infested waters. I think she just thinks it's fun. It's, uh, and that's fine, but Jesus. Yeah, but why take a woman out on a boat with you who is clearly pleading for you to help her just get away from something that makes her feel so awful? And that thing is all the lizards and things around. Why would you take yeah. her into crocodile infested waters to begin with? No idea. That, that was insane. Unless the film is implying that both of these women were completely unaware of that but I think the guys in the camp should have been unless they are that fucking negligent that they're not even paying attention to what the women are doing while they're discussing business they're, they're that negligent because it's not even business that guy uh, loves the hunt yeah. yeah it's whatever let's just move on uh, yeah because it's, it doesn't mean anything All it right, really so, doesn't it really doesn't Monica's boat gets caught up in some rapids uh, then she goes over the falls they later find her dead body we cut back to Emmanuel and she's now kind of like a servant to the this guy at the shop, uh, but the young prostitute like shows off a black guy John gave her and says, listen, this guy is actually a good dude. You should keep to him. Well, we cut back uh, to the old dude, Monica's husband, in our next clip. Some of them were close to our canoe, but Monica thought that one of them was one of those horrible alligators. She was so frightened, she couldn't jump. It all happened so fast, and, and it was all so incredible. I know words aren't worth anything. The job in Texas is open for you. Arthur asked me to tell you that. I love Monica. She was so alive. She was able to accomplish anything she set out to do. Your wife didn't love you. What are you talking about? Your wife, she didn't love you. That's why she wanted to live somewhere else. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. Are you mad at me? No. Just seems now that all this has happened to someone else. You didn't love her either. Is it all that simple? I'm sorry. Sometimes I talk just for the sake of talking. You mean to say I spent my life destroying my career living with a woman I didn't love? Do you have any children? No. No, we didn't have time doesn't take that long. Will you stop chewing that gum? You're making me nervous. I'm trying to give up smoking. Throw the cigarette away, then. If I don't smoke, I have to chew more gum. And if I chew more gum, it rots my teeth. You're really a complicated guy, shit. Hey, oh. 
Will you take her out? She's a pretty good girl. She likes to go dancing. Who's that? My sister-in-law. Ah, go to hell. What have you been looking for? Me? Yeah. You go from man to man. What for? I don't know. Perhaps I was looking for a man who really... I don't know. You're the one who's always looking. That's why you went from country to country. Ah, there hadn't been that many. It struck me right away when you were talking about it. You keep moving around like a lizard, from place to place. That was the same way with your wife. No, no. When I knew exactly what she wanted. She chose her world and her friends. And she died being faithful to him. I don't understand. Doesn't matter. It's all over now. Repeat what you said to me. What'd I say? You know damn well what you said to me. About my sister. Oh, leave me alone. She's not my style. And besides, you started all this. That I'm a degenerate. That I never think about anything but panties. It's true. You're nothing but a dirty degenerate. Better watch out. You're asking for it. You're the one that's asking for it. Me. Who's shoving whose sister-in-law down whose throat? Down your throat. My sister-in-law? Repeat that. I'll make you swallow that. You're going to make me swallow what? They won't fight. Why not? Because they're shouting too much. And this is simply not the place to fight. No. You have to take care of these things where no one can interrupt you. You're absolutely right. And this is not the place. Oh, my God. Those guys were so close to kissing. They could have just done it and got it all over with and shoved things down each other's throats that they wanted to do it. Right. That's pretty much what they should have probably done. Yeah. The fucking homoerotic tension between the two of them fighting there. Yeah. Come on. Man. And also also a nice little bit of cowardice because neither one wanted to actually fight one another because they, they're not fighters. But they got to act like they are. Yeah. They had to try and show up that they're macho or some shit. It sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It was dumb. Emmanuel and the dude, they end up kissing and then they bone. Uh, and when they get to their low destination, the one driver tells the other dude, hey, I'll give your sister-in-law a chance. Uh, then we're back to post-coital talk and that's our next clip. I don't know. We should be getting to Las Cruces soon. I have a lot to tell you. This seems so unreal. I feel as if I want to cry. I don't know how. I've never been able to. Not even when I was a little girl and my mother used to. She really used to hit me hard. My father never touched me. And that's how I grew up. Do you know that thing I've been looking for? What? Well, I think I found it now. A girl who appeared out of nowhere, out of obscurity, with a name and a face that's unknown to me. And she's like the last piece of a puzzle, and without it, nothing has any meaning. When I get there, I'm gonna get married to the foreman with his high-pitched voice. Hi, we're gonna be very happy. What did you say? Nothing, I didn't say anything. All right, so they get to the Las Cruces area and they go their separate ways. Guy sits at a bar and he has a beer. Uh, he then gets up and he realizes he really loves Emmanuel and he gets a ride. He chases down the trailer and as he catches up, he opens up in the trailer, but there is no Emmanuel in there. And this leads to our final clip. Woman. What woman? We going to hang around here all day? The woman who was back in the trailer with me. Hey, fella, you were back there alone. Did you see a woman? No, there wasn't no woman in there. There was. What was her name? Well, I don't know. What she looked like? I don't know. Don't you understand? You see, I don't know anything about her. Oh, there's a lot of them like that. She could have gotten in this morning before we left the track. Everything goes on anymore, buddy. Well, did you make any stops? What? Did you make any stops after you dropped me off? Yeah, one, just where the bad curve ends. Back about a mile. He had to take a leak. Hey, you're the pisser. Hmm. That's it. That's where she must have gotten off. Thanks, I'll find her. There ain't nobody in there, fella. You're wasting your time. Ah, you see? Two beers. I'll find you. I'll find you. Okay. All right. <laughs> and he runs down the street. Roll credit. Okay, so they're implying that it was either a figment of his 
uh, delirious uh, mind after crawling out of the river that he apparently tried to drown himself in over the guilt of his wife's death. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's... Yeah, but I, but then there are two empty beers, so... Yeah, but he could have drank them himself in his delirium while talking to her in his delirium. That's true. But they did say they made another stop, so... Right. Well, if you want to be hopeful that maybe she was there or she did actually exist and um, she was just hiding in there even though he was permitted to be in there. Um, I believe yeah. that she would hide from those two pervs after hearing them talk the way that they did. I believe that. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> you know, even if she just snuck in there at first and then the other guy was allowed to be in there, I'm pretty sure she would have hidden in there on purpose anyway and like not told them once she f- found out how they were talking. So <laughs> it's it's not that big of a shock that they wouldn't realize she was in there. Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, weird ass movie, really no point to it. The plot was fucked. I mean, just the camera cuts, the story cuts, it's just all none of it made any sense. Yeah, it's like that night train to terror that we covered with Lee from uh, They Must Be Destroyed on Site, where it was just uh, segments that were other movies that were cut down to be turned into segments to make an anthology. That's kind of what this is. Only the anthology is the two different, like, not fully functional movies ideas that they had that were the stories of the, the, the woman meeting up with the man and their various history with the, the follies of love or what have you. And that kind of connects it all together that they're telling their complete sexual history to each other while riding in a horse carriage for some reason or a horse yeah. carrier, I should say. And that's it. That's the whole plot. That's the whole point of it. That's the whole existence. The whole reason the movie is there is for them to tell each other their complete sexual histories and then kind of fuck mm-hmm. and, and then decide they're still going to go their separate ways. Then, yeah, Emmanuel decides that that life or whatever she had waiting for is still what she, I guess, wants or has to do. She's going to go to that family who treated her like a slave and all that shit and just doesn't sound like a great life for anyone. Doesn't sound like a really happy ending for anybody, actually. No, he decided he's going to go run off and try and find her and rescue her from that life. But I mean, that's even if she is real and not a figment of his, like, you know, severely damaged, nearly drowned mind. Yeah, even if she wants to be rescued and is real. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of factors that are a whole if and like just leaving it with this little twist of hope that he's going to go run off and find her is more or less the thing that we're fixating to talk on because it's literally the most interesting question in the film or anything that you have to glom from the film yeah exactly (laughs) it's just this really filler filled like clip show of a movie consisting of two other movies that were cut together and held together with the thinnest of substance that is Laura Gems are riding in a horse carrier with this guy (laughs) whatever Mm -hmm. what I mean weird all right we're gonna just take the break here before we go into the story time we're gonna have charlie feathers with the song i forgot to remember to forget right after that we will have our story time Charlie Feathers with I forgot to remember to forget. Oh, man, that's a great song about heartache yeah. and like trying not to think about the thing that's causing the heartache, but remembering that you forgot to remember to forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, re- I remember to forgot to forget. So, because uh, I forgot to forget, I had to do a story time. Yeah, story time. time all right so my story time other than me just being 
deathly ill now uh the last week and uh almost dying i'm gonna go with you and i'm gonna go what you did last week i'm gonna do my own driving story it is getting insane in this town driving um especially in our city where uh if you look it up we have some of the worst drivers in the nation and now it's a holiday season so they're even worse i went to go pick up my wife from work just the other day and i'm gonna tell you right now i had no more than close to six accidents that would not have been my fault six and i'm not talking we're not a far away away that's a 10 15 minute drive six court i almost got ran off the road twice uh as i was going down another road that's just a two-lane road uh there was a limo coming the other way and a guy didn't feel like he had to wait for me or, or wait for the limo so he tried to go around the limo and i kept coming so he had to go all the way into this abandoned field and he just crashed his car down there and i kept driving because i couldn't be fucking bothered with someone like that i hope i don't hope he's dead but i really hope he broke his arm or something really expensive on his car so he learned something about this in his life because he almost hit me head on that was the same trip had a guy almost run me off the road because he wanted to get into my lane and he was right next to me right next to me you literally look to your left you'd see me but you know where he was looking right at his phone he was literally scrolling on his phone while driving jesus christ that's a bad that happens a lot i've seen that a lot on the highway around here it's terrifying so yeah that's why when you talked about your story last week it just that's what's gonna be my story time in a 15 minute trip i almost got into an accident six different times one guy almost hit me head on one guy almost ran me off the road and then a ton of people just would cut in front of like in a you know they'd get into your lane and then they hard break because they didn't know where they were going because they're different stores and everything everywhere it's fucking insane around here man everyone's looking down at their phones whether it's for navigation or they're fucking literally reading I, i i don't know man it's fucking ridiculous out there nowadays yeah, I can concur. Um, I've had to, the nature of the type of work that I'm doing now, I, I have to navigate into the office again for security reasons. Um, yeah. Like it's that locked down where I'm at uh, with good reason. Matt knows where I'm working now and it's good reason why it's that locked down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the most uh, security requirements I've ever had to deal with at a job is this new job. This, uh, this is very much like one of my last jobs was, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so um, I... Uh, just driving to work, I take the same street every day, and it's the one that's always busy anyway, because I know it's going to be the same level of stress every day. And, yeah. Um, uh, you know, that same street is still filled with people like, you'll also have people that will just get into the left-hand lane and, like, the far left lane and just go whatever speed they fucking feel like and stay there with yeah. nobody else around them. So you have to sort of weave around them. Mm-hmm. If you need to go exactly what you're talking about. a better speed, like, that is a thing in Omaha that happens quite a bit oh god yeah and and no one in this town wants to zipper merge in in the least (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh it's really bad it's really really bad like it it is the the traffic here is terrible and like the main reason why i always want to work remote is to avoid that because that is the least safe thing about omaha is driving in it during the times when other people are primarily driving yeah yeah agreed and it's just like yeah i'd almost rather like just try to get the fuck out of this like you'd almost rather uh maybe even try to i don't know work a night shift in this town <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a little terrifying uh for sure it i would recommend driving in off-peak hours only if you're gonna that, be anywhere in this town for whatever reason it, like the college world it, series or whatever well the college world series is terrible regardless yeah no agreed it, it is i mean that's that's bad that's uh, not the friendliest of confines uh, either. Anything going on in, in the holidays, it's it's even worse right now uh, for everything. So <laughs> stay away from blocks of chain stores if you can, folks. And uh, also just stay away from Omaha in general. You'll be much happier. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going to everything will go well for you if you just just stay the hell away from stay home from every metropolitan area. I think <laughs> during the holidays, it's it's not going to go well for you. Get out into the country, folks. It's cleaner air. People are nice. Uh, and with that we're going to play the ending legion promo and when we come back we will have the ramones with the song i remember you and we'll close out this fucking show right after this if you enjoyed this show then make sure you check out the other great shows on the legion podcast network like cinema psyops cinema beef devour the podcast duncan and Bo come correct exploding heads horror movie podcast friday the 13th get slayed the hell Ming power hour hello this is the doom show hero hero ghost show 
Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho-Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. Joey sings that it sounds very mournful as though these stories were told in the film so I got it to match at least a little bit better yeah it's nice (laughs) (laughs) all right let me bring up the show housekeeping for the last time before I just pre-record it myself which I'm going to have to make a promise for myself to record again and then that's over with so it's over it's all over man (laughs) this will be the last time that I do this so if you'd like to find the previous 434 instances where I fucked up the number of the show and then also being able to do this outro and actually use it you can check that out at legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast if you'd like to discuss why i don't want to keep doing this show housekeeping thing anymore it's just because i'm tired of saying it but you could also I mean, talk yeah. to me about it on the legion discord chat it's i mean it's a lot of fucking words i'm just telling you <laughs> Yeah. I mean, who has that kind of time? <laughs> not us anymore. The show just keeps getting not- shorter and shorter because we enjoy uh, it less and less. Well, it's not that we enjoy it less and less. It's life is more and more right on our asses, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd like to find a way to alleviate at least some of that suffering of life being on your asses every day for the working week for the working person, I will post the memes at cinema underscore psyops on Instagram and then to the Facebook page of cinema psyops, then the Facebook group of cinema psyops as well as my main feed there as Court PsyOps. That's where all of the memes get posted, and we are through that for the last time without it being a pre-recorded message. Whoa, memories like the corners of my mind. While you're out there wanting to hurt Matt profusely for singing once again, <laughs> kick the fuck out of him and this week and make it your bitch. And enjoy the Reverend Horton Heat with the song Remember Me.
I know for sure that you're hearing the yeah because you just said yeah at me. So, all right, let's start recording on the cloud. Recording in progress. All right, we are recording. I don't have to do notes. This is your turn to run a show for the most part, even though I still do the intros and stuff. So, yes, let's get rocking and or rolling. All right, right. you know, we can rock and roll. (laughs) Three, two, one. Well, that's our next clip. Excuse me. There we go. And he has a voice like a... And he don't wash very much. Fuck. But... So, um... Well, it's here. Sorry. No problem. Silence cuts itself out, so take your time. All right. So then we cut back to the old dude and his wife, and that is our next clip. Good thing I got that program to restart while we were waiting. Right? Okay, so I cut down all of your clips, so things are significantly shorter than what you turned it. Well, that's good. Um, so, let's see here. All right, so then, uh... This would actually happen. Men are this gullible. And you know what? Yeah, I, I mean, dude, have you seen what some men spend on OnlyFans? I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I this, haven't. This is not that far out of reach. All right. I haven't seen, but I have heard the heart harrowing tales of men being busted for the things that they spend for on OnlyFans and how that much too. trouble it, that causes. That's all I've heard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. It's some shit, man. I mean, some people get themselves into some shit. So, yeah. Uh, well, some, somebody on Reddit, I believe, uh, or, or some Facebook group I'm on posted a picture. They go, uh, uh, be careful about who you become. That Some guy, a creator, you know, th- no, it was nothing against a creator. It was like, th- had a picture with her top do- donator who had donated her over time $61,000. Oh, wow. I mean, that, I'm just saying, that's a lot. Y- yeah. <laughs> you are literally paying support to somebody at that point. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Good for her or them or yeah, whoever. I mean, no, and no one was mad at her. And that's that actually made warm my heart. No one no one was like, oh god, I can't everyone was like, Good for her. Everyone was kinda like that. Good for her. That guy's got a problem, but good for her. Good for her for getting something going. <sighs> we can't really judge that guy. We don't really know what's his life and what's going on. Let's move on. That's that's true. Yeah. I, but you know, I like judging people on occasion. Jesus Christ, you know. <laughs> I'm bringing the psyops part of the name. Come on, let's move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am uh, uh, all right, let's let's go. Uh, let's see here. Well, what's next here? All right. there wanting to hurt Matt profusely for singing once again. <laughs> Kick the fuck out of him and this week and make it your bitch. And enjoy the Reverend Horton Heat with the song Remember Me. Well, I think keeping with the theme of being, you know, remembered or mournfully remembering a love lost or lorned, I think those songs work pretty yeah. well. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, I'm glad that turned out okay. And I just saved everything being deleted off that template. So I think it's time we stop recording. All right. Let's do that right now. Recording stopped.